Welcome to the Business Gorillas Podcast, where the biggest, baddest, and most fearless business owners pull the curtains back and reveal their most tightly guarded secrets and strategies. With your host, serial entrepreneur and marketing visionary, Josh Rosenberg. Buckle up. It's time to get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Josh Rosenberg. Thank you for being here for another fun episode of Business Gorillas Podcast. Today, my guest is Blaine Birch. He is the founder and CEO of Dry Run. And I'm going to let him uh, really give you a full rundown of it because this is one of the most important areas of your business, managing your finances, your forecasting. Um, This is something that business owners can tend to overlook because it's not the really sexy, exciting stuff, but this is also the part where you re- don't realize how much money you're hemorrhaging, how much money you actually are making in profits. You don't know how much you have to invest into growing your business. So it's one of the most crucial areas. So Blaine, thank you very much for being here today. Thanks, Josh. Happy to be here. Cool. Um, so uh, who does your business really serve the most? Who is it the most helpful for? Well, you know, what we find is our, our most successful clients are successful businesses. So, you know, I know we, we've, our, our customers, you know, we talk about helping them with their cash flow, helping them understand their sales pipeline, forecasting where they're going and how they're going to grow. Um, and sometimes people think, well, customers that want to use our software are, are really struggling with their cash flow. And it's completely the opposite. Our customers are, are uh, highly successful businesses. Generally, to be honest, they're generally over a million year annual revenue up into multi-millions. Um, everyone should be forecasting their cash flow. Everyone should be understanding where their sales pipeline is and, and what their revenue looks like and everything. Um, what we find is the businesses learn that sometimes the hard way, which is why we have customers that are the ones that have survived and are doing really well. Um, they want to know where they're headed. So they're making smart decisions. Um, they're bringing on the best clients and they're growing. That's, that's the type of customers that, that, that we can help the most. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense that your existing customers are, are already successful. It's no different than with your own personal finances. If you want to be able to retire, you've got to know how much money you can put away, where to, to put it, how you can diversify it. You want to be on top of that from as early of a age as possible. So you don't wake up one day when you're 65 and not have really made a plan, not have anything yeah. solid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about the story about how Drybar kind of came to be? How did you start this business? Yeah, for sure. So I, um, before dry run, I had a creative agency for, for over a decade. So, um, I learned, I always tell people, I learned about cash flow. I learned about finances around 2009. And that's when the, uh, the, the recession started to hit us. That's when finally those budgets for closing down and all this were like, Holy cow, we're, we're, uh, we're really tight here. And so suddenly we were looking at, you know, um, how we're going to grow and all this, you know, adventures we were on and everything. And suddenly it was like, Oh man, are we going to be able to make payroll on Friday? Um, are, am I going to be able to keep all my staff? You know, we just expanded and now we're, now things are starting to clamp shut. And I turned to, at that point I turned to spreadsheets because I needed the information. I needed that data to make decisions. And, uh, so first off it was, what's my cash flow look like. And once I'm like, yeah, okay, we're okay for a bit here. Then it was um, a much more disciplined look at my at our sales pipeline. So not just a list of deals, but when do I think 
money is going to start coming in from these deals? What does our capacity look like? What like all of these things that we needed to really fine tune our operations. And then once you kind of got that under control, then it's like, okay, now we're under control. Now we don't have to take on some of these just for cash deals. Let's start looking for these really good projects again. Let's start building this business and growing the business because we knew we were headed in the right direction. We knew we had capital to work with. Um, so that was really such a valuable experience for me that that um, having discipline in our finances and, and understanding where we're headed um, unlocked our business. And so fast forward, so we ended up with, I think 2011 was actually our biggest year. Like we, we started growing again almost immediately. Um, and I sold that business, you know, fast forward a few years, I sold that business. And I was starting to think, you know, what's the next thing I'm going to do? And I kept coming back to this, um, how this information on, on our cash flow, on our sales pipeline, on the scenario modeling to go like, what, what's best, worst, what's likely, what's, what's our, our, our best case, worst case, likely case scenarios. How do we move forward as a business was all done in a spreadsheet and it was really difficult to build, to maintain. Um, to explain to, to my, my business partner and, 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 and um, other stakeholders. And it just was awful. And so I finally came up with this idea after talking with a whole bunch of other entrepreneurs that um, they need something like dry run. And so I decided, well, guess what? We're, we're going to build it. And so that's what we did. So my, my, my co-founder came on board and we, we built dry run. We rolled it out in 2016. Um, you know, we're selected as a top 10 new app by Intuit. And we just sort of started going from there and of course there's been like it's it's a startup it's a it's a, a technology startup it's been really hard it's been a lots of ups lots of downs lots of sideways lots of diversions um but we've got something here and we've got terrific clients we've got terrific customers we're, we're making money we're growing um and we're really excited because we're helping all these businesses figure out where they're going and make smarter decisions now we have really two kinds of people that are in business numbers and math oriented people and the creative types. And if you're good at one, you're typically terrible at the other or not very good. at It probably shouldn't be in charge of the other. We'll say um, if dry run a software that a creative non numbers person would be able to actually wrap their head around and use, or do you really yeah. need a degree in finance? No, you don't need it. Um, uh, you don't need a degree in finance. And, and um, I, like I actually wrote a book uh, called Pandemic Cashflow. It's just back on the shelf here, explaining kind of cash flow and sales pipeline to, to non-finance people. Um, what I've learned, like we have some, we have actually, we have accountants and CFOs using dry run as well. But I'll tell you what we found over the years is guess who cares the most? It's the owner of the business. It's, it's whoever the, the buck stops with they care the most. But what I will say is business owners understand this. If you've been in business for a few years, you know finances better than you realize. And I'm not talking about your financial reports. I'm not talking about, you know, your quarterly, you sit down with your accountant, it's like, here's your P&L and here's your balance sheet. Here's your cash flow statement. Yeah, I know that was there. I saw all that. I get it. Or some, I don't get it, but it doesn't matter. As a business owner, what I understand is I need enough cash in the door to make sure I can pay my, my, my staff, that I can pay my rent, that I can um, uh, have enough capital on hand because I need money to start the next project or to build my next product or whatever it is. I need money for that. Um, sales, 
I need that revenue coming in because the sales that I have out there is what's going to turn into that cash flow that's going to come in. And then at the end of the day, profit. Am I profitable? Or did I lose money? Did I lose money this month? Did I lose money this quarter? Did I lose money this year? Business owners know this. They, um, this is really fundamental operational stuff. It's just cash coming in, cash going out, and do I have some left over at the end of the day? And that's what we help you with. That's what we help you understand and, and look forward, plan. Um, we're not accounting. We're not, you know, like we're we are all about this, uh, the financial fundamentals of your business. Um, that, that's really smart. And I know from experience that this can be really tricky. If you're working with vendors, a number of outside vendors, and they're all paying on a net 90 basis, yep. you may have to, you're, you know, there's going to be accounts receivable that don't go collected. You're going to yeah. then have to go out and sign collections out of them. You can't count the money as um, income yet because it hasn't come into your business yet. Yep. You don't know if it's coming in today or three months from today. So yeah. it's really important to be able to stay on top of that because you know who doesn't care? It's your landlord. It's the electric company. <laughs> yes. it's, it's everybody that you have to pay every single month just to keep the wheels moving. They are going to get paid when they say they're, you know, the bill is due, not when you yep. say you can pay them. That's you know, exactly so, it. So it's really important that people have this kind of dialed in and honed in so they know what they can do. If uh, you hire too many people, and now you don't have the funds to be able to pay them. Now, how are you going to tell somebody, I'm sorry, I know I gave you this job. I know you quit your old job and uprooted your life, but I got to let you go because I'm bad at numbers. And I over, yeah. I miscalculated. It, exactly. And, and that's what dry run is really good at. Like over 90% of our customers um, have to send out invoices. <laughs> like that's, they're living on invoice on those payments and so many of them are overdue. In fact, I, I read a study a couple of years ago about um, uh, the average construction company has on average over a quarter million dollars, 90 days overdue all the time. It's just, that's the average. You're always out cash that people owe you because and massively overdue, not just a little bit overdue. And so that's, that's something we really make easy in dry run is that you, you know, go talk with your client. When do you think you're gonna get paid? Oh, the one that was due in October, I'm not getting until December 15th. One click and dry run. That's not coming until December 15th. Now, what do my finances look like? What does my cash flow look like? Super, super easy to understand where you're headed because that's that's what everyone, you know, that's what we're all dealing with so often unless you're doing cash sales. Another set of problems there, but um, those invoices are just this chronic pain for business owners. And I, and I know it, that's, that's why, where dry run came from. I've done that, we, the lonely walk to the mailbox, hoping that check for 75 grand is in the mailbox because it's Wednesday and I got to deposit it and it has to clear so I can pay my staff on Friday and it's already overdue. I've felt that. And, and I mean, there's nothing worse than having to resort to taking out one of those payday loans with 5,000% interest rate. Because, yep. you know, that $10,000 you took, you took out is going to be dollars $50,000 in two weeks from now when you can pay it back. Yeah. Uh, you know what, what I will say, because a, a lot of business owners aren't familiar with this because I wasn't at one time either. We never used factoring companies, which is, you know, you kind of mentioned the payday loan, but on a business sense, there are 
companies called factoring companies that if you're chronically have these overdue invoices and you just can't, you can't power your business. Um, these are legit factoring companies that will, that you can um, uh, basically they'll, they'll pay you for the invoice minus a percentage. I think it's usually like three to 5% or something. It's not a huge percentage. They'll chase after the money. They'll wait for that money to come in. And so there is ways, like if you're really struggling uh, because you have all these overdue invoices, you may want to look up factoring as an option because it's, it's, a, it's a, a legit way for a lot of businesses to make sure that that they have that cash to continue to go. And we're not a factoring company. I'm not, I'm not recommending anyone in particular, I've just seen some companies use it really successfully. Uh, um, it costs you a little bit, but boy, costs you more when you just can't get the cash in the door. Yeah, no, and that's fantastic. I, I've never heard about it, using it for a business. I know if you need it for personal finances, they're going to be taking 20 to 30%. Yeah. So yeah, the percentage they take is massive. Yeah, very, uh, very, very different. This is very legit. Yeah. So I know you do a lot of um, payday work, but being that it's, a software-based platform that technically makes you a SaaS company. Is yes. there really anything about either the SaaS industry or the finance industry that people really need to be aware of that might be kind of a scam or makes your blood boil or something that you find is kind of par for the course, but you, you feel is particularly dishonest? I, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to talk about something here that I, like, it's not, it's not dishonest. What, what I, what I see a lot of businesses struggling mightily with are spreadsheets and um, the spreadsheets are terrific. I use them all the time, but there's a lot of times where this is the fundamental information you need for your business on, on your cash flow, on your sales pipeline. You know? And um, it's amazing how many times we have customers come in and they, and they're just like, I don't understand these spreadsheets. I've tried to put something together or I had someone that this is even worse. Somebody built me this. I paid a pile of money, um, thousands of dollars. Sometimes what they did is they made a spreadsheet probably from a template they already had and they can't keep it maintained. There's no way to, they, they have to manually enter the data. They do one typo. Everything is out of whack. They break an equation. Everything's out of whack. Um, this is information that's fundamental. They might think they have more money on hand than they do and, and actually run into a shortfall, run out of cash because they had a broken equation on a spreadsheet. So it's not a scam or anything. It's not, but but it, it angers me to know that the most fundamental thing in your business, your cash flow, your capital, what your finance, you die if you don't have it, but it also hampers you from understanding how to grow and where to go. And it comes down to a spreadsheet. There's better systems than that. Um, and like, and not just dry run, there's lots of other systems out there. We prefer dry run. I think we've got benefits that nobody else has. We're super unique. We're really good for the business owner, but we do plug into your accounting software. So it pulls in the data, make sure it's up to date. It, it, um, it, try, it, it, it gets rid of some of those issues that could literally cause you to run out of money if you don't have the information at hand. So if a business owner doesn't manage their own QuickBooks account or, or whatever software they are using for their accounting, uh, they have an account that handles that. You're saying that Dry Run can connect directly to that and numbers are updated and everybody's kept in the loop and yes. every dollar is accounted for. That's fantastic. That makes yeah, things way easier. Overnight, every night. We go check it out. We pull it back in. Um, the most important thing, we're always telling our customers, the most important thing is 
make sure you have regular bookkeeping. And if you if you have sort of um, chronic cash flow issues because you've got all these overdue invoices and it's just this chronic issue, I actually recommend go find bookkeepers that'll keep you uh, your books up to date even weekly. We have a lot of our customers that do weekly. Monthly is the minimum. Um, but we, but we have you know we've seen businesses that just like they they have a piles and piles of junk and they don't do their um, they don't do their bookkeeping you know maybe quarterly you don't know where you're going you don't know what's going on in your business make sure you have that bookkeeper keeping everything up and it's in a system that you have access to it's not in their desktop software in their office that when I see that that just again that angers me I'm like that's information as a business owner I need. I need to be able to access that and it's somewhere else. No, get it in the cloud so that your bookkeeper can log in and make sure everything's up to date and ask you some questions, but you can log in and go, where am I at? What what are things looking like? Who owes me money? And, and you've got that information. And then if you have something like dry run, of course we plug into that. We have all the information right from there as well. And there's this um, uh, single line of truth, right? You can actually see right in there what's happening in your business. That's fantastic. Um, let's change gears a little bit here. Now, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we get to do things that regular nine to five employees don't typically do. And I'm talking about when there's industry events and conferences, uh, after the, uh, the meetings are over for the day and now everyone's having a drink later at night, there, you, we've all witnessed some insane insanity from that. Uh, do you have any stories that you wouldn't mind telling for uh for our audience i don't know if sure uh, you want to talk about when you're running down the hotel uh hallway naked with a lampshade on your head or anything like that <laughs> no I our, our our uh you know we're in finance or you know in a, in, in a lot of ways so probably our stories aren't as exciting as some but um uh we we have you know up until COVID hit we were at events all the time every year and we've had some really interesting um experiences and met some uh, um really fantastic people. But I will say back in my agency days, I always say we made more money in the bar than we did anywhere else. I know other people is on the golf course. Yeah, not the golf course. It's in the bar. And a lot of times it was uh, with different conferences we were at and you're, and you're meeting people. But that's when you get to sit down and actually build relationships and get to know people. And that's you build that trust and then you they become customers. Um, that's that's such a a massive advantage. Um, but one story I just came to mind that I thought was just really kind of neat. Uh, a few years ago, right before COVID hit, we were at a conference in Atlanta. And and there was a bunch of us in a group that we were there with a bunch of people from uh, Intuit. We were like top 10 UI from Intuit and all that. So we, we were hanging out with a lot of um, the staff there. And we were walking down the street in downtown Atlanta. And we walked by and maybe even people in Atlanta, you probably know about this. It was really neat for us but there's this old red English style telephone booth. And we saw someone go into the booth while we were walking down there and then they kind of disappeared. Well, that's kind of weird. They never came out. And so we opened it up and there was a, this telephone booth and then there was a sticky note on the, uh, and it was uh, the phone number. Anyway, we dialed it. It was a door into a speakeasy um, uh, bar in the back. And it was amazing because also we went in and they, you know, they handed out coats to us. They could put on like the the suit and tie, kind of like the the coat as we walked in. And they had a guest bartender there that had, um, was making, um, not Manhattans. I'm trying to remember what the name of it was, but he had, you know, he was making balls. 
old fashions and he was making like yeah. a ball of ice and he was burning stuff and he was it was amazing watching this guy with all these flames going and all this it was uh it was just kind of a really neat uh experience and and uh, so if you're in atlanta i would recommend i don't even know the name of the place i recommend dragging it out it was kind of a cool experience there's uh i'm here in new york city and uh we've got a bunch of speakeasies there's one called please don't tell or pdt that's just like that that you walk into a hot dog shop and in the back there's a phone booth and same thing dial nice. the number they let you in uh there was actually one they closed it then they reopened a lo new location um probably the best bar i've ever been to called angel share and you used to walk through this noodle restaurant and it was a hidden door in the back and the guy that owns it, the founder of it, he was, uh, he's from Japan and he was a up close street magician, uh, up close, not up close, <laughs> up close street magician for 20 some odd years. So it's all this sleight of hand stuff that his body could now naturally do. So watching him make the drinks, it's like you're watching a surgeon perform because his hand movements are so precise and so exact that if you were lucky enough to get a seat at the bar, you just want to sit there all night and just watch them work. And every bartender who's hired has to be trained in, the, in that kind of magic because they need to be that accurate. And it's, uh -huh. it's part of the experience and the drinks are absolutely fantastic. Nice. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. I love experiences like that. They're just so out of left field and, and really, uh, really interesting. Well, if you ever make it out to New York, you let me know. I'll take you out there. Um, so what do you think is the, single biggest piece of advice that you could give to uh, an entrepreneur or a business owner? Well, what I would say is, is it gets started today and understanding where you're headed. It's not that difficult. It's not that hard to get started. It, you know, um, you don't need to have an overwhelming amount of information. To be honest, it's just like at a fundamental level, how much does it cost to stay in business every month? What are my sales looking like? And when am I going to get paid for that stuff? That's, you know, but projecting that out um, and not just this week, but this month, this quarter, all the way through the year gives you information that is absolutely critical and, and, and it buys you time. Um, like I use this example quite often, but I think it's such a good one. Um, you know, if, if, you, if you step off the curb in front of a bus, it depends how close the bus is, right? Like if you look and it's like five feet away, you're getting run over. If it's three blocks down, you actually have all kinds of options. You can continue to cross the streets. You can walk back. You do what you wave the bus down. Whatever you got, lots of options, and that the finance, especially cash flow, is a very similar thing. If you see far enough out, you just have lots of options. You you know it's like, hey, I got to get a quick job in, or I, I can go talk with my bank, and I have projections, so they'll like me, and I can get a loan, or I can do this, I can do that. There's options. If you just kind of walk into your bank and say, um, I'm going to run out of cash. Uh, on and I got to do payroll on Friday. They're they're not going to want to talk with you. So, um, it is really valuable information, and it's for successful companies. This is this is the thing I have to emphasize the most. Um, our customers are doing the coolest stuff. They're highly successful, and to me, it ties together the way they manage their company, the way they manage their finances, and the way they they, they serve their customers and build their products. That's all tied together. They do all of it well be one of those companies do everything well uh that's that's great advice now a little bit of a hypothetical question before we close out let's say you wake up tomorrow and there's no more jar on it's just disappeared there's no memory of it it's like it never happened you're starting a brand new business what would you do differently than you've done in the past that you think okay now that i'm smarter more and more experienced 
I have a different way I'd approach this. Yeah, there's there's one thing that we've we've been uh, um, very disciplined at doing lately uh, is is a refocus on our customer and a, and a very, very fine tuned focus on who is our ideal customer. What is our ideal customer profile? Um, what that does is is it with dry run, we can serve business. We've served businesses in 70 some countries in all sorts of sectors. It's hard to build a sales, a scalable sales plan when you have such a wide sort of horizontal market. And so what we've done is we started to focus back in, and this is so valuable for every business. You're not selling to everybody. Get down to that very specific, who's your perfect customer? What can you do for them? Um, Where are they? Why are they buying you? Down to the finest detail, sell to them sell to more of them, sell to more of them, adjust your product, adjust your service, and um, slowly branch out from that, rather than, um, it's it's like a, 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 this, uh, this mentor we have, Max, he said, it's, um, it's, it's go hunting with a spear, not fishing with a net. And it's just, it's because you're, you know, if you're a smaller business, you have to be really strategic. And I think that's, that's something that I recommend for everyone. And no matter kind of how old your business is, like just continue to look back and focus on that customer. Don't, you know, sometimes things get a little bit uh, watered down, bring it back in, focus on that customer. And it's going to help you um, understand how to improve your service, your product, everything. That's very smart. And whenever I'm brought into um, help improve the marketing for a company or help to increase revenues because they're looking to sell and they want a higher valuation, whatever it is, most people have a tendency to want to be everything to everybody. And we have to, I always tell them like, unless you're making toilet paper, you're, you don't have a universal product. Yeah. Figure out who exactly. your customer is. What's their name? What, where did they go to school? What kind of movies and music do they like? You know, what, what's their favorite sports team? Talk to them about that. But in the context of your business yeah. and you know, that, that comes through in the branding and the marketing and, of course, you know, with uh, trying to acquire new clients, this is how you do it. Figure it out. You know, you're not going to mm-hmm. um, try to get a government contract one day and then try and do business with a karate school up the block in the strip mall the next day. It's you're just way too scared all over the place. Yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, Blaine, if people want to get to know more about you or, or dry run or sign up for dry run, because they can see the value in having this as their business, how can they do that? Yeah. You come visit us at dryrun.com. Uh, pretty straightforward. Um, we even have a chat there. You can sign up for a 30 day free trial. Uh, once you're into dry run, come and talk with us. We love talking with you. We can help you even, uh, give you a little orientation and we got all sorts of materials to help you get going as well. And, uh, you can also follow follow me or find me on uh, LinkedIn. Cool. What's your uh, LinkedIn handle? Uh, it's just, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Blaine Birch. You'll have to look at the notes to see how uh, strangely it's spelled, (laughs) (laughs) but you can find me there. All right, cool. Well, Blaine, thank you very much. And uh, hope everybody got a lot of value out of this. Until next time, this has been Josh Rosenberg for the Business Gorillas Podcast. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Business Gorillas Podcast. If you're a highly successful entrepreneur and want to be a guest, go to businessgorillaspodcast.com and fill out the form. Remember to share us on social media. Click the subscribe button. 
leave us a five-star rating and review if you got anything out of the show. Feel free to connect with us on social media. If you're looking to connect with world-class top marketers and some of the most experienced fractional chief marketing officers in the world today, head on over to verygoodmarketingconsultants.com. On behalf of your host, Josh Rosenberg, thank you for listening to the Business Gorillas Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.